0: Hello everyone and welcome to That's a Dumb Rule Podcast. I'm Ben and I'm Greg. Greg, today we're talking about the top 20 unwritten rules of football. We had so much fun with baseball, we decided to step over into Mm -hmm. the world of football and you found 20 of, well at least your favorite, rules that are in the game. So why don't you kick it off, no pun intended, (laughs) with the first rule.
1: Okay, so the first one, and by the way, baseball, if there's any sport that has unwritten rules, it's baseball. There's yeah. probably hundreds of them. Football, oh I was a little surprised to find some, but I actually found 20 of them. So let's just get started. Um, yeah. So the first one I found was no grabbing during pile-ups. Okay. So we always see this, especially on a fumble. Um, everybody is on the field is diving into this pile, trying to get the ball, obviously. Um, the, the unwritten rule is that you're not going to be, when you're in this pile, you're not going to be twisting someone's finger yeah poking them in the eye I mean it's you know I
0: think of Indomitian Seuss stomping on people in the pile
1: <laughs> yeah I always <laughs> think of that one too but um, there's no rule that says you can't do this but they're they're like yeah, yeah don't do this I yeah mean, that's
0: yeah. a horrible injury to take on <clears throat> for sure for sure um, and not fun to watch on tv
1: right so no grabbing during pile-ups I think it's good unwritten rule
0: Yep, same. Completely agree. What do you got next?
1: All right. So here we have another one. It's called Don't Blast Someone Who's Not Involved in the Play. Now, I have some issue with this one. Um, Football is is a collision sport. It's about getting out there and not only trying to win the game and score points, but also really putting the hurt on the other team. What this rule says is that if there's a player that's not involved with the play, so they're not around the ball or whatever, you don't need to lay them out. You don't need to come up there and just blast the guy. Um, I'm not so sure I like that. I mean, sure you don't want to do it all the time, but I've seen plays where a team may intercept the ball and on the on as the inter- the defensive team, which has intercepted the ball, as they're returning the kick, you're going to see some guys get just side, you know, yeah. just walloped by another player. Um, as long as it's a legal hit. I'm not so sure I have
0: issue with it, because that's what football's about, right? Yeah. Um, I always think of Warren Sapp versus Brett Favre. Yes. Yes, I Um, remember that one. And it was a huge controversy, because Brett Favre threw the ball, I believe, and he was long out of the play, and Warren came in and just annihilated him. Yeah. Yeah. And even though it was a legal hit, there was this understanding of, was it a sportsman moment? Was it called for? Was it uncalled for? Right. What exactly was it? And so I'm actually going to push back on you here. I understand your point, though. I like that this is involved because one thing that, you know, with football is you're right. It's laying down the pain. But also, I don't want to see people just get annihilated when they're very clearly not involved in the play. Um, But that being said, there is you know i feel bad saying this there is some fun to watching a kick return Mm -hmm. and how blocking is working and if Mm -hmm. guys get caught sleeping it is a big moment right and i understand that but at the same time i also don't want to see guys just get absolutely destroyed for no reason because i feel like that's usually where heartbreak comes from in a fan Mm -hmm. is when somebody gets hit by a cheap foul or an unsuspected side blind right
1: right and if it's cheap or if it i mean you don't want to hurt the guy and all that stuff but it is fun to see that but okay
0: Fair the surprising one. So we'll be we'll be uh, cross-firing <laughs> on that one later, maybe. Okay. I really like the name of the next one, though. The next one is Respect Your Elders.
1: <laughs> so you always hear about this, and I think this is great. So rookies or young players, um, they're always asked to do things they don't want to do. And I'm not talking about on the field. I'm talking oh, about yeah. going out and starting somebody's car. Um, you know, picking up uh, veterans, you know, jockstrap or whatever, yeah. you know. I
0: think of the... Uh, The second pick in the draft this year, Hutchinson, Mm -hmm. I think he had to sing like a Bee Gees song or something. I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that's. Or they got to dress like a Disney princess for a day. Yeah, or carry a,
1: a pink backpack around. I think the. I don't know if it was the twins or the Vikings had something like that. I think that's yeah. great. I think yeah. that's a good rule. And um, yeah, I mean you gotta earn your stripes, right?
0: Yeah, so. I like it too, especially because it used to be hazing. It used to be right. something a lot worse yeah. and now it's a lot more fun. It's just fun and yeah. and they play it up for social media and right. they use it as a way to break the ice of like, listen, we are professionals, this is our job, but it's also a game. Like <laughs> it enjoy is. it. Yeah. Um, but I really like how it's kind of made this turn to do like something really funny guys have to dress up early for like preseason and they got to wear like a costume and then it's perfect most of the time when the guys buy in it's a lot of fun and you're applauded for it yeah um but you know there is some sort of formality to being a rookie and learning the ropes
1: Mm -hmm. absolutely all right the next one um and again i'm not sure i like this one but it's don't touch the quarterback in practice now we all see when they have um, on the news or on ESPN or whatever, there will be, um, you'll see teams out practicing and the quarterback always has a red jersey on, right? Don't yeah. touch the quarterback. Don't touch the quarterback. I get it. I mean, obviously you don't want to have anybody get hurt, especially the quarterback. But I feel like, um, I don't know. I think that you know you don't want to hurt the quarterback, but also he needs to get used to get knowing what it's like to get hit because he's going to get hit. It's going to hurt, you know? Not to hurt not to hurt the quarterback, but I think that there should be some amount of yeah. Light pawing. <laughs> yeah, right. Light pawing uh in practice against the quarterback, just because that's and you'll if you ask a lot of players, it's like when they get out on the field they want that first hit. Yeah. That really gets them into the into the mood of it. And if a quarterback is just never hit all all during preseason in practice, it's like that first hit in the game could be yeah. really tough for him. So
0: This makes me think of the big Ben Ben Roethlisberger um, viral clip of when they're smacking him with the pads. So yeah. there's this drill where you have to do a drop back, which is when a quarterback gets the ball from the center and he takes about three to five steps back mm-hmm. to get a view of the of the field because you know he's going to throw it. And what the coaches do, because they don't want physical players actually hitting him, they take really heavy basically like sacks mm. and just smack them. Right. And they hit him on the shoulders like there's somebody grabbing them and just having sure. that weight and adjusting. Well, Big Ben's infamous for being big, right? Right, and he starts leaning into him and hitting the back oh, at them. Great. So there is this sense of yeah of contact, and they're trying to find ways to dance around this and still get players prepped for practice. Mm-hmm. But I, I I partially agree. I don't. I think one of the rules you're going to bring up later. Um, I completely agree with and I'll relate it back to this in a bit. so maybe we'll keep people okay. listening.. Sure. Um, but I, I think all the same like if you can prepare somebody by giving them a little bit of light contact, maybe if it's just pushing and shoving, yeah, I think that's good. but overall, I don't want to see my quarterback, especially a franchise quarterback right. like a Russell Wilson right. or an Aaron Rodgers just get demolished or blindsided by yeah. because a rookies doing reps right. Um, right. But I get where you're coming from. Okay. All right. What do you got next?
1: All right. The next one is a scoring unwritten rule. It says don't go for a two point conversion unless the chart tells you to. Now, what I mean by the chart is that um, when you're watching a game and a team scores a touchdown, a lot of times you'll see the head, usually the head coach, either hold up one finger or two. That means are we going to go for one point for an extra point or are we going to go for a two point conversion? I guarantee you that that, that, um, uh, coach is not making not figuring out whether to do a one or two on the spot they have all this stuff charted what they say the chart right so the chart tells you if the score is this, you go for one. If the score is this, you go for two. If it's oh, this, if it's late in the game, you go for yeah. It's all charted out. So Whoa, all they really have okay. to do is look at the chart and say, okay, we're going for two because the chart tells us two. So
0: That makes so much
1: more sense. It does. And a lot of times when I'm watching a game and I always think, oh, do you go for two here? You know, there's always that,
0: yeah, what do you do? A
1: minute. Now, not all coaches follow the chart. A lot of times you'll see <laughs> early in the game, a team will score a touchdown and they'll go for two. I mean, there's... You, I'm sure the chart says go for one, but yeah. Um but I like that. I think I think having the chart is good, especially in those critical moments. But I also like the fact that sometimes coaches don't look at the chart, they just go with what they want to do. So
0: yeah, I think that's incredibly impressive that they're able to chart out the entire game and determine yeah. you know, some of that might be statistics, some of that might be gut and yeah. just have a game plan ready. Obviously, you know, that's the sense of why you're a coach is to make the game plan, but to have yeah. it teed up to that right. degree is pretty impressive. Oh, I'm sure I really think yeah. that's a cool rule. It is cool. All right, All right. The next,
1: next one, don't talk about other players' contracts. <laughs> 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 now, and you know what? I think most players will adhere to this. I don't, you don't really hear, I mean, players will certainly talk about their own contracts. Yeah, I'm trying to think of times where this has happened. Yeah, it's not a lot. I've seen a few quarterbacks or maybe a lot of time. well, not a lot, but sometimes you'll see um, a receiver or a quarterback say, you know, I should be the highest paid player, or I yeah. should be in the top five. Yeah. They're not really singling out other players, but, yeah. but they, you kind of know what they're but talking
0: about. But so. linemen don't really do it. No. Linebackers don't really do it. Safeties, right. defensive backs might. I know Jalen Ramsey said something because of safety. Right. Darwin um, just got paid quite a bit the other day. So, yeah, this one's really, this is an interesting one. I'm actually trying to think of a very specific moment where somebody came out and was like, so and so is making 47.3. Yeah yeah and i
1: think behind the scenes you hear i'm sure a lot of this stuff is talked about especially between agents and players but um, when they get in front of the cameras i think it's just like you don't talk about your contract you don't talk about anyone else's contract it's it's yeah which i think is good
0: yeah i think so too i think it's just a reflection of what life is you don't really want to talk about what you're making in your job anyway with just anybody and putting it out there that way right um what we got next
1: all right the next one i like a lot it's the rule is the unwritten rule is rookies need to keep quiet and (laughs) what i mean by this is most of the players in the nfl they were the stars on their team in college okay they were the the best players the biggest players the fastest player they got all the attention um but when they got to the nfl they're not that okay and if they're a rookie most of the time not always but most of the time they are small potatoes compared to some of these other guys so the unwritten rule is that you're a rookie, you keep quiet. You don't <laughs> you don't tell me what you think, you don't tell me how you should do it. You do what yeah. you do what you're told.
0: And it I think feels that's like of... this is just the animal kingdom. <laughs> right. It pretty down much on is, your, yeah. Like when you're when you're young and you're walking into a professional workplace, you're naturally just going to be kind of meek. And I think right. that this is kind of the reflection of that. The only time I think to disagree with this and I I'm on your side with this. Is if it's a quarterback. Right. That's the only time. Or if it's like a corner. I don't mind somebody being uber competitive. Sure. Um, but quarterbacks are really the only group that I'm okay with that being broken. Just because of it's the necessary piece of what they're doing. Yeah. But for the rest of the group, there's really no reason they need to be up front unless the team is like god-awful and this is the team that needs to change it over yeah um but if you're in that position it's a very different scenario um circle of life i should say yep yep, yeah that one's a good interesting one and we could talk a while about that (laughs) but i'm i'm curious to see what else you got okay next one is don't
1: hit a player who is laying up as they go out of bounds so again if a player is running toward the sideline so they're clearly intending to go out of bounds. The or maybe they've already gone out of bounds. Um, the the unwritten rule is you don't lay into the guy. You don't hit him yeah. as hard as you can. He's clearly going out of bounds. Um, and some players, like if a quarterback is doing that, you're going to get tagged for roughing the passer. So yeah. um, I think it's a good rule. I mean, if a player is clearly heading for the sidelines and they just want to stop the clock or whatever, you don't need. I mean, you don't need to really clobber him if yeah. he's. I I would say if he's not yet to the sidelines, maybe he has a few yards to go. I don't see any problem laying, you know, laying into him. But yeah, if it's like okay, he's got one foot out of bounds already, you don't need to clap
0: him. Yeah, no, we're in lockstep on that one. I completely agree. And this just happened in preseason where we saw a quarterback run out of bounds, the Jets. Yeah, and he got clocked by the San Francisco defenders, and right. people were mad. Mm-hmm. Like it is it is a very dirty play to in a lot of people's minds especially during preseason but that's again just somebody that didn't know or it's not abiding by those rules it
1: didn't know it or they're trying to make their mark exactly they want to
0: stand out they want to stand out so all right well speaking of making your mark what's next (laughs) next one is
1: no poking eyes Uh, yeah yeah, of course (laughs) no poking eyes i think that's a great Great rule, um, I mean, great unwritten rule, it's not yeah. in the rule book, but um, I actually do remember a game, oh, this was probably 20 years ago, and, <laughs> and a player basically poked another guy in the eye deliberately, uh, and I, he had eye damage, it was a whole thing, and it's just like, no, you you can do a yeah. lot of things, but don't touch people's eyes,
0: that's bad No, just stay away from that, just yep. stay away from it, right. no thank you. And a
1: lot of players now will wear the, the clear shield, um, which helps, obviously, yeah. and of course, I mean accidents happen too right it's not like you know if someone gets poked in the eye it's not like it was deliberate but okay so the next one is so i love this is my favorite unwritten rule and i wish people would follow it don't celebrate (laughs) when you're losing it drives me crazy a team is down 28 nothing and they score a touchdown and they're doing this touchdown dance it's like dude you're losing you're getting your butt kicked go back to the bench oh i i just can't stand that it's just oh
0: no, I completely understand. I don't like it when you're down by a lot. Right. And if you're down by like a score, mm. I, I get yeah. like it's it's this big emotion, right? Yeah. But True. at the same time, yeah, I don't want to see, you know, you're, yeah. you gritty when you're down 38 nothing. <laughs> like not or, really or if interested. your team is
1: like 1-11, and, and it's like, yeah. come on, dude. You're yeah, yeah, and, and
0: you're about yeah. to lose the 12th. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I remember, uh, I
1: think it was Walter Payton that, it was either him or barry sanders and
0: oh i know where you're going they, it's barry it was barry, barry okay. used to just hand the ball off. just hand
1: the ball yeah, and never and did anything somebody asked him how can you do that he's like well first of all that's not who i am second of all you just want to act like you've done it before yeah. act like you've been there and it I was love that. so cool yeah too because so cool. he would
0: he wouldn't even like he did a non-celebration like it was a celebration because he would like run you know crazy left right yeah. and center all up and down the field And then he would waltz into the end zone alone, and he'd just like, here you go, to the ref. And then just do a light little trot, and everyone's still trying to catch up to him. It was so, (laughs) like, pitch perfect, like, out of a movie, and it's why Barry's on my top ten most beloved football players. I love watching him play.
1: Yes, and if I see a player do that... um i just love it
0: i think it's yeah. great so yeah it's a it's a it's a power move it's a power totally move. power move yeah <laughs> all right
1: next one is don't step on another player this oh, is kind of like okay. the eyes right yeah, yeah, you yeah. don't step on people you i mean you yeah. can really hurt someone obviously yeah. so, sorry endomican i know endomican is, is i mean who is it was it far that he stepped on or who did he step on? he stepped yeah, on someone there's deliberately. a few yeah <laughs> yeah yeah he's got that reputation but don't step on players yeah. okay um here's another good one don't go kamikaze on special teams during the preseason i like this one a lot (laughs) right yeah so again special teams punting kicking um there's a lot of guys flying around that field and if you you can get a little too excited and again a lot of these players are trying to make the team so they want to stand out in fact a lot of players they will start by being a special teams player right yeah so it's hard for them not to really try to go out, but the the unwritten rule is you don't want to go too crazy. Like no. if you don't want to just absolutely lay somebody out when you don't need to. So
0: no, especially on the most dangerous play in the game. Right,
1: right. So, all right, moving on. The Good next rule. one, um, I like this one too. No blitzing when the other team is in victory formation. So for those who don't know, uh, if the game is at the near the end of the game and a team is clearly going to be the winner, sometimes they'll just. The quarterback will get the ball and just kneel down, right, mm-hmm. just to burn clock. That's called victory formation. And the unwritten rule is you don't, as a defender, you don't try to go in there and tackle somebody or hit somebody hard. You just kind of, everyone yeah. just kind of stands up,
0: right? Yeah, you just kind of have to take it from the clock down. And you take the runners, yeah.
1: So it's, it's one of those things where it's like you can do that, but it's really... Not not cool.
0: Yeah, they'll do anything but that because I think I've seen fights break out with knees. Oh, there have been yeah. Yeah, like anything but that seems to be okay. Right. Except for actually crossing the line and hurting the quarterback. So the next
1: one falls in line with the stepping on somebody and poking their eyes. This might (laughs) be my favorite
0: rule of all of these. I just leave the knees alone, please.
1: Yes. Um, I don't know if you remember, well, this is before your time, but Joe Theismann, and again, this wasn't a deliberate oh, hit, yeah. but some guys have absolutely ended their careers because of their knees. Um, yep. It's a brutal sport. There's yeah. a lot of weight on these knees, and um, the last thing you want to do is go for anyone's knees. They, I mean, they certainly have rules in place, so you can't yeah. tackle somebody at the knees, but still, it happens. I mean, you land on someone's knee, right? So. Yeah. Um, leave the knees alone okay the next one i great think rule. is a great rule this is a really good unwritten rule fights between teammates are okay in preseason <laughs> love it love it um, we've seen this year this year already oh I like think the two giants, or three. yeah the yeah. giants have had like bench clearing brawls in preseason Oh my god yeah um and you know Panthers what the co- used to have some. yeah it's great and mm. honestly it's because Well, there's a lot of reasons I'm sure, but I think the coach they want to want these guys letting off steam, maybe settle some quarrels between a couple of guys. That's great. Once the season starts, though, it's all business, like Mm -hmm. no fighting. But between in the preseason, go for it. You know, yeah.
0: One of the best ways I've ever heard it put is that. There's a group of guys on that field in the preseason that's not they're not going to be on the team. Right. When the year starts and the first game goes, that is the team. That's the team. Like yep. y'all aren't going anywhere. Right. This is where it's at and we can cut you sure, but if you want to be here, you got to be able to work as a team.
1: Right. Absolutely. That's a pre- perfect way to say it. So.
0: Yeah. All right. All right, what next one.
1: You? Uh don't play for overtime in the preseason. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Thank <laughs> now, you.
1: I will say this. The NFL did a great thing this past offseason they they reduce the number of preseason games from four to three so we're down to three hopefully we can get to two someday but we're still at three but as a fan um preseason games are are tough to watch most fans don't watch them um and it's just one of those things where um, you don't want to have to drag them out any longer than you have to <laughs> so yeah. if you're playing a preseason game and let's say you have a chance to tie the game up with the few seconds remaining in the game, you don't do it. No. Just let the game end. Who cares if you lose? It doesn't matter yeah. anyway. And I think most teams will do that. They don't want to be out there any longer than others either.
0: So. Yeah, they're like other people's vacation photos. I'm glad you took the <laughs> vacation, but I don't want to see it. <laughs> exactly. I don't yes. want to watch. Like, I'm glad you got your you time. You yeah. figured it out. You came back. You're feeling refreshed. You know what you're going to do this year, but I don't want to look at your pictures.
1: <laughs> totally true. Totally
0: All right. True. This All is right. the rule of okay. why I, I like the the quarterbacks not getting hit in practice so
1: here's the unwritten rule pay franchise quarterbacks whatever it takes so obviously we have some very very elite quarterbacks in the league Um, we have some not so good quarterbacks in the league too. but (laughs) the elite ones generally they get paid a lot of money i mean i'm talking you know upwards of 40 or 50 million a year crazy money Um, so the rule is that you pay them Whatever it takes to keep them on your team, um, I think for the most part, owners will do this. Not all of them do, um, but I think owners realize that a really good quarterback is—you could probably count them on two, on less than ten, on two yeah. hands, and that's it. Right? I don't know. What do you think of this rule?
0: I I like this rule, but I don't think it's always the formula people. Say say it is. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of the best teams that we've seen win Super Bowls in the modern era have won when the quarterback is on a rookie contract, which means True. they just got drafted. And yes. what is it, three to four years yep. before they get their newest contract? Right. Um, Patrick Mahomes is the most recent. Josh Allen was on one for a while. Yep. Um, Lamar Jackson is just coming off of his. Kyler Murray just came off of his. So we're seeing the next crop get this money. Right. So. I think that's the best way to go out and win. But that being said, if you have Josh Allen, if you have Patrick Mahomes, if you have an Aaron Rodgers, if you have a whoever, Mm -hmm. quarterbacks can play 20 years in the league now. Right. And they're incredibly important to the franchise. They really are the franchise. Right. So I don't mind putting a big number towards them. If it means that i'm going to be good for the next 10 plus years right so this is why i'm okay with you protecting the quarterback at all cost because i can't think of the last time a linebacker mattered more than a quarterback right. or a running back mattered more than the quarterback mm-hmm. um yeah this is just the position and unfortunately it's weighed differently than other people or other positions Right um and other jobs within the franchise it just is the spot you know we have terms about it like if you're taking the lead role on something you're quarterbacking right mm-hmm. like this is kind yeah. of one of the right. most famous uh positions you can play in any sport and it's treated like that yeah
1: i i agree and if you look at even the last eight, 10 years look at the teams that have won the super bowl tom brady yeah. um you know he he got paid they paid him to stay in new england um they switched a lot of players in and out around him over the years, but they knew that he was the guy that you pay. Aaron Rodgers. The Packers are year in and year out. They're yeah. a playoff team.
0: Yeah, even um, with very little pieces. With they can very be. little
1: pieces. Now, the the risk to this, of course, you talked about the rookie <laughs> contracts. Yeah. Once these guys get their payday, like Mahomes and Allen and stuff like that, that's it really caps it you. caps that and you cannot go out and get you have to skin down your other part of your roster to sometimes bare minimum mm-hmm. um and then you're not as good so it's, yeah. it's a tough it's like a chess match right you just exactly gotta know when to play guys when to delay paying them for yeah. example
0: or just let them walk and go back to the draft right and hope you know like green bay right now didn't want to pay david adams right um, That's right. Decided to go into the draft and just find new rookie receivers mm-hmm. and hope that Aaron Rodgers, you know, can kind of throw them open. And right now, there was a report today that he kind of leaned in on him and kind really? of yelled at him a bit. Yeah, okay. during a, a report. Um, but it's an ebb and flow when you're in a franchise. And the hope is you're able to use the draft, draft well, trade well, and find ways to work with your salary. But if you can keep the quarterback locked in. Because the last quarterback that I can think of that was not like a polarizing figure was Flacco. Flacco won the last one. And I guess, and correct me because I'm probably wrong on this, was it Warner? Warner? Was the last one before Flacco that wasn't like Possibly considered a, him. an all timer, and then he eventually became one, and then became one, and yeah. then
1: before him, Brad Johnson, with Brad the, Johnson, yeah, he, yes, he, I mean, yes, with a, Tampa Bay, yeah, he was a good quarterback, but he wasn't Aaron Rodgers, right? Yeah. But he won a Super Bowl with them. But there's there's a couple different ways to approach it, um, and honestly, some teams they just don't have a good quarterback, so they have yeah. to compensate they find for other ways, that, find other ways. Yeah.
0: yeah, well, not a perfect rule, but I think it's a really good <laughs> guideline. <laughs> right. right.
1: Okay, uh, we got three left here. So the next one is veteran stars get favorable calls.
0: Oh, okay. Now,
1: this one I have some issue with (laughs) because I think everything should be called the same, but that's who I am, right? Yeah. But most people are going to say, look, if it's an Aaron Rodgers, as if it's Russell Wilson, they're probably going to get calls in their favor more than a rookie quarterback, for example. I don't really have a huge problem with it, but. If it's pretty obvious, then to me it's like, come on, you know, really? Yeah. And I don't know. How I, do you feel yeah, about
0: that? I'm not crazy about it. I'm. It's one of those rules that I'd like to sit on for a little bit and think it over again and again. But personally, I, I think, you know, you call the game how you call the game and stars rise to the occasion. Right? Right. That's what makes them stars, right? Aaron Rodgers, one yes. of the most infamous plays, at least in my memory, or plays, plural, is when somebody jumps on offsides and he immediately yes. drops back and makes it a passing play and yeah. he'll bomb at 40 50 yards because mm-hmm. he knows that's free it's a free
1: play right so
0: in that case yeah he did get the call but it was a real offside or encroachment or whatever it might be right um i'm i'm actually struggling to find like good moments where i can think of this happening yeah well i'm thinking versus more of like i think more defense like well, defensive stars getting away defense, with stuff. Yeah,
1: getting away with maybe some holding or whatever. Yeah. Or if a, if a veteran quarterback, they're probably going to call in the grasp against you know against the defender quicker than yeah. a rookie quarterback.
0: Brady you know? Brady gets a lot of calls yeah, because he's just cause he's, he's been around for yeah, so long. He's been and, around, yeah. so
1: eh, I don't know. I go back. I don't and forth love on it. That, I
0: don't so. love that it's an unwritten rule. Yeah. I, I think that it's something that should probably be out in the open. Like you know tv is telling yeah. the referees like listen let let brady throw it a bit right. let so-and-so throw it a bit can you can you not worry about this left tackle <laughs> and blah 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 i don't right I, right i i whatever yeah. it, it's one of those things that you know it's going to happen whether it's in the rule book or not mm-hmm. um it still doesn't make me feel great
1: right All right, moving on. The next one is pull up when you're blowing the other team out. I like this. Okay. Generally speaking, I like this. So again, if you're up 42 to nothing, you're not going to try to get another touchdown and run up the score. But I will say, though, that some of the tiebreakers are based on how many points you score in a season. So you will see teams, especially as you're getting closer to the end of the season, to say, look, we may be tied with this team at the end of the year. Only one of us is going to make the playoffs. One of the tiebreakers happens to be points scored or whatever. So I could see that. But I think generally speaking, you know, if you're really sticking it to the other team, you don't have to run up the score. I don't know what the cutoff time is. I mean, certainly late in the fourth quarter, you're not going to run yeah. up the score. If you're up by, you know, let's say it's 33 nothing at halftime, that's not a lock. I mean, I've seen teams come back from that, right? So. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say by the time you get to the middle of the fourth quarter, that's when you take the foot off the off the gas. And just, yeah. you
0: know. NFL is pretty good about this, Yeah, but where I immediately go is, and it, you're going to, if you think this dates me, um, this predates me, okay. and I still know this one, Jimmy Johnson,
1: hmm. M- Miami
0: right. versus Notre Dame. College, yeah. I think it was Notre Dame, and he kept the dogs going the yeah. whole game, and he got roasted for yes. it. Yes. Um, it puts nobody in favorable light. Right. Um, and right. usually this is how rivalries start. I believe the blowout actually started the convicts versus Catholics story. Oh, really? Which is a whole nother <laughs> deal, right? Yeah. Um, um Amongst other things. Sure. So, yeah, it's not great sportsmanship. Fun fact, in Germany, this is totally normal. No kidding. It is wow. considered respectful to continue to play the game as hard as you can. Okay. To respect your opponent on the field. sure, And that's how back in, was it 2014, during the World Cup, Brazil got blown out 7-1, I think. Wow. And Germany kept going because no it's kidding. considered respectful. Okay. You don't quit the yeah. game. You don't throw the competition aside. Right. Um, but in this case, I think it's good sportsmanship. Yeah. I'm glad that this is something that at least is out there. Sure.
1: All right, well, the last one of the unwritten rules is don't go after another player's jewelry. Yeah, Greg. So this used to not be a thing. Guys didn't wear jewelry, but now they do, and it just drives me crazy. The guy who has the the gold necklace around—it's like, are you waiting to get choked? I mean, yeah. I don't get it, but
0: I yeah, I love it because it always starts a fight. <laughs> <laughs> like between a corner and a wide receiver, it's always right. those two. Yeah, because it's it's outside, right? You're on oh, the it's, outside. It's You're scrappy. not. Scrappy, yep. yeah. You can you can wear <laughs> some chains and show them off. Yeah. Or like maybe you could be like um, Odell Beckham Jr. Right. He or a watch on on yeah.
1: why? I don't know.
0: <laughs> it's this flavor.
1: That's just uh. so dumb. I mean,
0: oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. you wore like a Rolex or something. Wow. I'll pull pictures later for you <sighs> so you can roll your eyes. Gosh. Um but I I don't go after another player's jewelry. I get it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, some of my favorite moments between corners <laughs> and wide receivers is centered around jewelry. <laughs> yeah. And it's something so basic. Yet so relatable, I think, in a lot of ways, that it just kind of spurs a moment in the field. I like it. I I think it's kind of funny. Okay. If anything, go after the chain. Right. I mean, show the disrespect. Let's have (laughs) some fun storylines.
1: I just still don't get why they're wearing it, but okay. Yeah,
0: I think I think there's some that are really obnoxious, and then there's some that are just you know it's whatever. Right. Um, Right. But if you're wearing a super obnoxious chain and somebody grabs it and you get feisty, I'm yeah i'm gonna right. be fine with that i right. love a little something in the game and uh being football as it is right you know this is kind of like another unwritten rule is that they don't pull hair right i think that's kind of been you now disproven because a lot of guys will grab hair yeah. in the back and pull them down sure uh, so yep. i don't know this seems like something that would of <laughs> course fall into this list so i'm glad you added it
1: yeah so anyway well that's the that's the list 20 yeah. written rules I'm sure there's many more oh my gosh but, yeah. um, but these are kind of the <laughs> ones that came to mind so
0: awesome well this is a great list there's yeah. some interesting ones some I knew some I didn't know fun to review um, right. any parting thoughts though or any comments that you want to review uh, no I think that's it awesome well If you have any other unwritten rules or maybe you want to throw a couple favorites to us, let us know. But thank you guys so much for listening. If you want to get in contact with the show or listen to past podcasts, visit our website at that'sadumbrule.com. Otherwise, tune in next time for another Dumb Rule.